is AM 1430, CHKT, Child Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430, Fairchild Radio. Introducing a lager with substance from Guinness. New Guinness Black Lager. Cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out. Guinness Black Lager. It's a lager less ordinary. Please enjoy responsibly. Good morning, folks. Welcome to Kyologus Crack, one of the best-known tunes, I suppose, for the uh, for the Irish folks familiar with the uh, our, our Gaelic games, uh, the theme from the Sunday game, and of course we dedicate that to James Last, a man who wrote that piece of music called um, it's called Jagger Latin. Not sure if that's how you pronounce it or Jagger Latin. Anyway, he passed away at the age of eighty-six down in Florida this week, and um, of course we all know that tune and. Myself and Kenny have been known to play that quite a bit, especially around the summertime, as it's synonymous with Gaelic games. And what a weekend of Gaelic games we have lined up. So it's a great tune to kick the show off with. But I'm alone here in the studio. Um, Myself and poor old Jay has to tolerate me here for the day. But my man is on the line here. Uh, Kenny, are you there this morning? Oh, I am doing the Jagger out here in uh, (laughs) cloudy Georgetown. Uh, Yeah. And believe it or not, you know that, that song was taken off. Uh, the Sunday game for a while, and uh, it was the the protests were so loud from uh, the regular audience that they had to bring it back. I think it was somewhere in around 2004 or something like that. The hokey money. Oh, so, uh, there you go. Had to have something to do with money there along the way. Did your parents have a collection of James Last? They did, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a popular man around the, the, sure the Tracy was. household as well, and uh, I was listening there. He was uh, the most. He had the most sold albums, just behind the King himself, Elvis. So unbelievable, huh? 
<laughs> That's incredible. Where do you get yeah. this information, Kenny? You're a fierce man altogether. Uh, sure. Look, if you know, you have, someone has to do research on this show. Uh, I'd say it's, re, it's you need to shake some of that stuff that's that's taken up some valuable space in your head and uh, put <laughs> exactly. put stuff that's that's worthy inside it. If you want, if you want to know useless information, just come to me. Yeah. Hey, listen. Yeah, nothing important. I, I'm still on a high from last week after Leash beat Offaly for the first time in 42 years, pal. What a win. I, ever, I don't think I ever saw so many emails from you in one week. Ah, sure, with, I know. Uh, with these results, and you were rubbing it in pretty hard to poor old Charlie Dorley. He, uh, he's even afraid to come out today and watch any, any of the other garrison sports where, where Ireland are taking on Scotland, of course, today. I know, he was afraid to come out. I think he's, uh, he's going to go into hibernation. Well, you know what? I tried to cram 42 years of the opposite happening to me into like a week. And uh, I'm not done yet now. I'll milk that for a while. And, of course, we've got Galway coming up next. And um, I, think we're going to, I think we'll beat Galway as well. Yeah. Come here, uh, but you see what, what has ended up happening too with this, with uh, the fact that, that he beats awfully. Kerry will end up playing in Leinster next year. They will, year. yeah. Oh, they're welcome. They're yeah. welcome. We'll bait them That's back down. One. We'll bait them back down to the southwest as well. They'll be in there with Offaly and Westmead. So they that, will, uh, yeah. yeah. That'll be an interesting little division there. So... Uh, all for uh, for the title of a quarter final in the provincial. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Good for, uh, for Kerry. Well, this is the biggest championship weekend of the summer so far, Kenny. Football takes centre stage, and uh, every province has its intriguing games. And I would say one of the best ones of the weekend is up in Connacht. The semi final up in Connacht, Galway taking on Mayo, and um, also a big tilt up in Ulster with Donegal taking on Armagh. And a couple of quarterfinals uh, taking place down in Leinster as well. My cousin uh, Tom Cribbins, Westmead, uh, take on Wexford. And Mead are taking on Wicklow. And uh, tonight as well, Kenny, over there, or this afternoon, Irish time, 2 o'clock. Uh, Kildare and Leash, uh, a little bit of a replay there. Our lads let Kildare oh, off right. the hook last week. And then Cork take on uh, Clare uh, in the Munster cham- uh, Championship semi-final. And Kerry take on a, a very much improving Tipperary side. Now Kerry would be odds on to win that one, but um, and the Gooch is back, I hear. Gooch is back. Gooch is back. But I'll tell you, Tipperary now would be interesting to see how how Tipperary fare. A lot of young lads in that team have been injected into that team, so we'll we'll see what happens there. Well, I guess I have only I have two big questions. Will Galway beat Mayo? Ah. <laughs> and the second one is: Do you think Leash can pull this thing over over Kildare? I mean, they had the win at their back in the second half in the last game, and I was watching it. And uh, they, 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 you know, they threw away their chances. They did, yeah. I think uh, it's going to be very, it's really too tough to call, to be honest with you. I think that uh, Leash let that one slip away. Uh, Kildare missed an awful, I had a few wides, and I think, I think the, it'd be one or two points in it. And um, I hate to say it, but I think Kildare might have the edge. I can't see them playing as, as uh, missing as many scores as they did last time. But um, I'd love to see Leash pull it off. But uh, it's going to be a very tight game. It's too tough to call. And of course, the winner gets to go up and uh, take on the dubs and the loser is in the back door there is going to play against Antrim so anyway right. we'll see what happens there and uh, Galloway absolutely annihilated the dubs as well last week and um, Waterford of course beat Cork uh, so they look like uh, they look like a serious weapon this year Kenny they do for sure yeah there's no doubt Hey, I wanted to let you know as well, we have a very special guest calling in at the bottom of the hour here at 11.30, um, a fellow who's become a good friend of ours now at Rugby Canada, yes. is Al Sharon, Canada's yes, most indeed. capped rugby player. He's coming on to tell us a little bit about 
about the Pan Am Games. The Rugby Sevens are taking place at the Pan Am Games in Toronto. He's going to talk about that. And, of course, you know I'm going to be getting into him a little bit on the uh, the uh, the Rugby World Cup and Ireland's first game is against Canada. So we'll we'll see how... Uh, we'll. We'll see how that conversation goes. He's going to be calling in here at 11.30 and uh, he's, he's a very interesting character, I have to say. So hopefully our he listeners is. will enjoy that. He's a gentle giant. That's yeah, what he is. He's, absolutely. Uh, he's a good man. And sticking with a wee bit of the Garrison Sports on, on rugby, the under-20s, the Irish under-20s went down heavily to the Baby Blacks, New Zealand, 25-3 during the week. So that's the under-20 World Cup. So the, the best they can hope for now is a, uh, a fifth finish. So they uh, they were not they're they're knocked out basically, but they uh, they get to play on Monday night against Wales, right? And uh, hopefully they can uh, go in there. And and actually the we know we talked about James last passing away. This uh, this week saw the passing away of a fella called Johnny Fulham. I don't know if you uh, would be familiar with that name. He died at the age of 75. He won the most FAI Cup medals, eight of them winning medals, and he was capped for Ireland 11 times. And and those. Five of those FBI Cup medals were won in a row, believe it or not. But he was uh, very famous around the Shamrock Rovers uh, folks wow. uh, it, that would listen in, that were that are or were fans of Shamrock Rovers would remember him. I think he also played for Athlone for a wee bit, of, yeah. a wee bit as well. So, and uh, Rory Gallagher, can you believe it? Twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah, today, it's incredible. The, uh, the twenty years. I, they were doing a lot in uh, in Cork yesterday. And uh, he was only 47, our age, buddy. He was uh, he was only 47, sold 30 million records worldwide. Wow, I have an old Amazing. tune. I have an old tune lined up. Uh, Rory Gallagher tune lined up for later on. So. Oh, good man. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back to back. Joe Dole and Rory Gallagher, right? Very, oh, sure. Look very eclectic. Come on. Hey, <laughs> uh, by the way, speaking of Joe Dolan, uh, I think I can fill one hand now full of Joe Dolan fans. I had a call this week. <laughs> Con, of course, told us that. Uh, the lovely Kathy O'Connell is a, is a fan of Joel's. And then uh, my mother had to tell me that she was a big fan and my Auntie Josie uh, uh, are, are big fans. And so I think I have five now counted. And uh, she said one time Josie went to a Joe Dolan concert, dragged the husband along, Liam, and he said he never saw so many bald heads and blue-haired women. <laughs> oh, boy, that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, that's the kind of company you keep. Uh, well, now... So listen, uh, one more thing now we didn't talk about, and I know we intentionally leave it to the end. The boys in green are taking on Scotland at the Aviva today uh, uh, at yeah. noon. So um, we'll be darting out of this place now and we'll go around the corner here, myself and Jay, and see if we can get a bit of uh, late breakfast and uh, watch Ireland take on Scotland. Not, not, a lot of, um, not a lot of the punters giving us a, a chance of winning this one. Most people are calling for an old draw. So Yeah, um, that's not going to do us much good. We need the win. But uh, hopefully the, the fact that we're uh, 25 years from Italia 90. Incredible. And we had that famous win over Romania in the penalty shootout. Uh, big old Packy Bonner making the save and David O'Leary scoring the winning penalty. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe just some of the memories. Hopefully they we're playing a few we'll of those see. tapes. We'll see. And we'll see if that, uh, that can come. So we need the win, though, for sure. We need the win. Team is Given, Coleman, O'Shea, Wilson, Brady, Whelan, McCarthy, Hendrick, Houlihan, Walters, and Murphy. And, um, oh, Robbie yeah. Keane on the bench. Keane is on the bench, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, we got a note, you and I both got a note from a, a, a fella from a band called Brabach in yes. a Scottish band decided that uh, I'd line up one of their tunes because uh, I know we have a few Scottish listeners out there too. I want to be fair to them as well. Great day for us to be playing an old Scottish tune. 
But I'm going to play one of the tunes off that, Kenny, and uh, I suppose I'll hear from you later on in the show as well, right? We'll chat to you in a bit. All right. Good luck. Right. The name of this song is, what's it called? Ricardo's Kitchen or something like that, is it? There we go.
the Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabeen Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabeen has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabeen can seat over 150 patrons and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabeen is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. Well, not for the first time today. We'll be hearing from somebody from Ottawa. Uh, this time, it's um, our man, Desmond. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Mark. You're doing a fantastic job there. And uh, good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends at Erlingus. And here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Ireland's farmers and beef industry were left reeling on Thursday with a suspected case of BSE, better known as mad cow disease, being investigated in County Louth. While there are reports that no meat from the five-year-old cow had entered the food chain, the animal was identified as a potential case through the Department of Agriculture's inspection program for animals <coughs> pardon me, which die on Irish farms. Only this year... Only this year was Irish beef allowed back into American and Chinese markets and recently was elevated to negligible risk status by the World Organization for Animal Health. A confirmed case would see Ireland move back to, quote, controlled risk status and greater controls imposed on farmers and exports, according to the Irish Independent. It will take about a week to confirm the case. It is believed that the cow in question obtained BSE through feed. In news from the North this morning, Sinn Féin President Jerry Adams will not be prosecuted for withholding information. A report by Northern Ireland's Attorney General John Larkin has found that there is insufficient evidence that Adams did not tell all he knew he should have about the sexual abuse of his niece, Anya Adams, at the hands of her father, Liam Adams. It concluded further that the North Public Prosecution Service was correct in not pursuing Adams for withholding information. Adams welcomed the news, saying, quote, I committed no offense. Liam Adams has been since been sentenced to 16 years for the rape of his daughter between the ages of four and nine. Meanwhile, Jerry's legal troubles are not over. A decision on whether to charge him in connection with the abduction and murder of mother of 10, Jean McConville, in Belfast is expected within weeks, according to the Belfast Telegraph. He was arrested on April 30th of last year for four days of questioning, but was then released. 
A police service of Northern Ireland file has been handed to the Public Prosecution Service, who will decide whether Adams will be charged within weeks. Adams has always denied allegations that he ordered the West Belfast mother's murder in 1972. The family of a teenager who killed himself last Friday is vowing that his death will not have been in vain. Ronan Hughes of Clonow, County Tyrone, is believed to have been a victim of a blackmail plot on Facebook being run by a gang. The family plans to launch a campaign in his memory in the coming weeks to highlight internet safety risks in the hopes of preventing a similar tragedy. It is believed that the gang befriended the young man online, luring him into giving up personal information and sharing images that were then used to blackmail him and used for extorting money. The Belfast Telegraph reports that the teen told his parents and the police service of Northern Ireland of his concerns last week before his death. He was buried this past Tuesday. Well, this week in Irish history is an eclectic grab bag, which starts on June 8, 1886, when the first Home Rule Bill is defeated in the Westminster Parliament, despite the backing of Prime Minister William Gladstone. The defeat provoked rioting in Belfast, which lasted until about September and killed about 30. On the same day in 1985, Barry McGuigan from Clones, County Monaghan, becomes the world featherweight boxing champion, defeating Asubio Pedroza over 15 rounds at Loftus Road Soccer Stadium in London, England. June 9th, 597 A.D. saw the death of St. Colum Kill. On June 9th, 1927, Eamon de Valera's newly formed Fianna Foyle party proved their political strength in their first general election, winning 44 seats to Common de Gales, 47. On June 10th, the year 2000, Irish tenor Frank Patterson dies. And on the same day in 1986, Patrick McGee, who planted the bomb at the Grand Hotel Brighton, which killed five during the Conservative Party conference on October 12th, 1984, is found guilty of the bombing. Some sports news now. On June 11, 1990, Ireland took on England in their first ever match in the World Cup Finals. The match ended in a draw. On June 13, 1865, William Butler Yeats, son of painter Jack Butler Yeats, is born in Dublin. The poet spent much of his early life in County Sligo, which influenced beloved poems like The Lake Isle of Inishfree. On June 13, 1951, Eamon de Valera returned as Taoiseach, a position he had held previously from 1937 to 1948. His current term would run until 1954, and he would return once more from 1957 to 1959 before being elected president. Well, finally from us this week, it's nice to feel needed, but this is getting ridiculous. Staff at Dublin's Beaumont Hospital were all ready for a spinal tap procedure on the wrong woman. By a fluke, staff contacted a woman with the same name and same birth year who coincidentally had just undergone treatment but at another hospital. In fact, she had never been a patient at the Beaumont in her life. The incident only came to light after the woman complained to Ombudsman Peter Tyndall that the hospital did not take her seriously when she persistently told them that they had the wrong person. The hospital blames human error for the mistake and says it has overhauled its system for identifying patients due for treatment according to the Sunday World. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends at Aer Lingus. Why not discover Ireland with Aer Lingus? Fly from Toronto or connect to more than 12 Canadian cities to Ireland. And once you're there, get ready to experience breathtaking scenery and truly captivating cities. See how smart flies Aer Lingus. For more information, visit the website at www.aerlingus.ca. That's www.aerlingus.ca. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slan go foil.
12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of executive chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. All right, and a message from our friends at the Galway Arms, located at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke, and they invite you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in the city, feature some of the best Irish meals in Toronto. So drop in to see the Keane family, or give them a call at 416-251-0096, or visit www.galwayarms.ca. I was in there last week watching Leash take on Kildare, and there's a couple of big games going on in there today, I'll tell you, Jay. Or tomorrow morning, rather. Nine o'clock in the morning, Armagh are taking on Donegal. And so get in there for nine o'clock. And you might as well stay because there's a great tilt going on at uh, 11 o'clock in the morning. Galway take on Mayo in one of the classic uh, football rivalries, I would say, in Connacht. Hey, a bit of a bad news for the folks at Cleary's this morning. I don't know if you saw that in the news that uh, they have some new owners. And uh, unfortunately... Um, they locked their employees out. They've pretty much uh, liquidated the business. I did. I saw yeah, that, yeah. An iconic store in Dublin. It is, sure is, yeah. I remember uh, being a kid and being dragged around by the year by my <laughs> ma through the various departments. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it yeah. definitely was, yeah. By the water, Waterford Crystal in there for the man. I you did, did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the linen sheets. Oh, yeah, there you go. Anyway, well, hopefully that works out well for everybody. Well, a bit, bit of music here. Uh, here's Noel McLaughlin and the Streets of London. seen the old man in a closed-down market Kicking up the papers in his worn-out shoes In his eyes you see no pride until loosely by his side Yesterday's papers telling yesterday's news So how can you tell me you're lonely and say for you, the sun don't shine Let me take you by the hand And lead you through the streets of London I'll show you something To make you change your mind Have you seen the old girl Who walks the streets of London Dirt in her hair And her clothes in rags She's no time for talk She just keeps right on walking Carrying her home Into carrier bags So how can you tell me You're lonely 
And say for you the sun won't shine Let me take you by the hand And lead you through the streets of London I'll show you something To make you change your mind In the all-night cafe At a quarter past eleven The same old man Sitting there on his own Looking at the world Over the rim of his teacup Each tea lasts an hour And then he wanders home alone So how can you tell me You're lonely And say for you The sun don't shine Let me take you by the hand And lead you through the streets of London I'll show you something To make you change your mind Have you seen the old man Outside the seaman's mission Memory fading with The metalled ribbons that he wears In our winter city The rain cries Little pity for one more forgotten hero and a world that doesn't care. So, how can you tell me you're lonely and say for you the sun don't shine? Let me take you by the hand and lead you through the streets of London. I'll show you something. Make you change your mind How can you tell me You're lonely And say for you The sun don't shine Let me take you by the hand And lead you through The streets of London I'll show you something To make you change your mind Yes, Noel McLaughlin there. Great tune, The Streets of London. Well, busy times for uh, Rugby Canada these days. Uh, of course, uh, Jay, as you know, there's a big event coming up in Toronto, the Pan Am Games. And the Rugby Sevens is on at the Pan Am Games. And the folks at Rugby Canada are very excited about that. And uh, delighted to be joined by one of Canada's most uh, decorated rugby players, most capped player for Canada in rugby history. Al Sharon joins us and he's now the Manager of Player Advancement and alum- Alumni Relations over at Rugby Canada. Good morning, Al. How are you doing? Thank you. And you guys? Uh, we're awesome. We're awesome. Thanks a lot for doing this. My pleasure. Um, and you are busy. It is busy, right? Oh, it's a very busy uh, year for Rugby Canada, not only for the Sevens, but for, for 15s, for sure. Uh, as you mentioned, we have the Pan Am Games going on um, very shortly in July. But right now, this weekend in, uh, in, uh, in the States, in, Car- in Carolina, the men's team is trying to qualify for the Olympics in 2016. Uh, so they're down in uh, Cary, uh, North Carolina, and uh, hoping to... Uh, 
punch their tickets for uh, for Rio in 2016 like the women have. Oh, best of luck to them to that. I mean, when when we don't have the Irish jersey on, uh, right underneath it all is the Canadian jersey. So I like to hear we're, that. We're plugging away here. We're plugging away. I love it. I love it. Back to the sevens and. Um, uh, Al, you'll have to kind of enlighten me a little bit. Is this the first time rugby has been played at Pan Am Games? No, I believe this is the second time, but okay. uh, certainly the first time for the women. Um, the men actually won it last time. I, uh, you have to, <laughs> I'm not sure. I think it was in Mexico that they won. Right. They, they won uh, four years ago with a very uh, solid squad, and we're hoping to defend in Toronto this year as well. And our women's team, who... Uh, as I mentioned, qualified for the Olympics already are, are competing in the Pan Am Games for the first time, and they've just announced a very, uh, very solid squad. So we we should have a very good uh, team for our women's team, uh, women's team competing in Toronto uh, during the Pan Am Games, and the men's team hasn't been announced yet because. Uh, First things first, we're trying to qualify for the Olympics this weekend. And so I assume I assume some of the folks that would be potentially playing in the World Cup squad would be playing on the sevens team as well. Yeah, certainly with Canada, there certainly is crossover athletes with our sevens and fifteens as opposed to a lot of the other countries. Yeah. Um, that's just uh, you know the nature of the beast right now, uh, and it certainly is a big a bigger demand on our players. Uh, but uh, we can't really afford to lose some of the players that we have playing yeah. sevens to for our 15s program and vice versa. Right, right. Now, um, the countries that are participating in the Pan Am Games, I mean, apart from the obvious Canada and the U.S., there's some interesting interesting countries there that you don't hear too much about rugby um, in in those particular countries. I, I see Brazil are there. and Like, what, what, what do you expect to see? I mean, do you, do you know much about rugby in some of these countries, Al, or do you expect them to, do you expect them to come, come well, at? Well, listen, I mean, pretty much every country in the world has a rugby team. They might not necessarily be well-known. Yeah. Um, but I think with uh, the rugby being... Um, Open up for the Olympics with sevens. Uh, you're going to start to see a lot of these smaller nations uh, really be uh, a lot stronger and start putting a lot more money and time and, uh, and energy into their programs. Uh, the NACRA sevens, last time it was in Canada, it was in Ottawa, and it, you know, it was pretty much a foregone conclusion that it was going to be Canada versus the States in yeah. the final, which it was. Um, I think you're going to start to see some of these smaller countries do a lot better, whether it's going to be in time for this weekend. Hopefully not, for Canada's sake. Yeah. <laughs> but you're going to see a lot of these countries um, do a lot better. There's a lot of, of coaching expertise coming in from around the world, and some countries you can see it as a viable option of making it to the Olympics and doing all right uh, by, uh, by having a solid rugby program in sevens. Sevens is a lot easier game for a smaller country to compete with the big boys in the world. So right. uh, certainly that's going to be the case. Um, down, the, down the road, uh, there's no shortage of speed in some of these island countries. I've played against them on, on occasion, and uh, they got some skill and they got some speed. They probably just don't have the depth and the, and the uh, complete experience, but uh, that'll be coming down the road. You mentioned Brazil. Brazil will, uh, is certainly a, a country that is improving, and with their population, um, that, that, will, that will be the case for, for years to come. Mm-hmm. Certainly with, uh, with the, the Olympics taking place in Rio, Brazil already has an automatic spot as a host team, so um, they're looking to do well in front of their home crowd as well. Fantastic. So, Al, there's a couple of events coming up for some fundraising for Rugby Canada. Do you have any details on those that you can share? Sure. I mean, uh, there's a lot of fundraising events going on this year. Uh, these these events are very important for our programs, for our players. It's it's what makes our, our programs work uh, and, and to get our players to, you know, the proper training and to, to play against uh competitive nations around the world. So um, the first program as far as a fundraising event that's going on is um, 
July 8th at uh, the casino night that's happening at the Atlantis Pavilion prior to the Pan Am Games. Uh, we'd love to see as many people come out. Uh, both the women's and men's team will be there along with their family and friends, and we'd love to see uh, all the Canadian supporters, and whether they're rugby supporters or not, uh, come out and support our, uh, our initiative. It'll be a fun night with uh, uh, the casino uh, events going on and uh, uh, with a lot of great prizes and a dinner as well. So, um, Wonderful. Uh, bang for your buck. It's uh, uh, somewhat open bar as far as beer and wine goes Yeah. with your ticket, and you get uh, $20.00. Uh, casino chips as well as your dinner ticket and uh, like I said the open bar for the for the beer and wine and well other mixed drinks is a, a different price but uh, a great bang for your buck before uh, the Pan Am game t- t- takes place certainly our men and women won't be indulging but uh, we're hoping that our, <laughs> that our fans will be out there as well sounds like a great night uh, July 8th all right perfect and listen, um, I couldn't have you on the show without asking you a little bit about our lads are taking on, I suppose I shouldn't say our lads, but Ireland are taking on Canada. First group game at the World Cup. How, how are the, uh, I suppose the focus is Olympics right now, but how in general are the Canadian team looking? Um, are they excited about the, the World Cup going oh, into it? Sure. In, I mean, listen, yeah. the sevens and uh, in, in qualifying for the Olympics is, is huge, and that's our, our focus at sevens. But, you know, the, the World Cup is... Uh, is the big daddy for rugby. You know, it's the third biggest sporting event in the world, which a lot of Canadians aren't don't realize. It comes after the Soccer World Cup and the Summer Olympics, and it's the Rugby World Cup as far as mm. and and um, and fans going through coming through the gates. So um, it's a huge thing for for our men's program to be competing in the World Cup. We've qualified for every World Cup uh, since the inaugural one in New Zealand in '87, and uh, I believe we played Ireland in that inaugural one as well. <laughs> so uh, this is going to be, I believe, the first time. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. First time we're going to play Ireland in the World Cup since then, um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Listen, Ireland has uh, had a great year this year, and there mm-hmm. uh, a lot of a lot of people's uh, picks to be in you know top three con- contenders for the yeah, World Cup. Yeah. So uh, we're under no illusions. It's going to be a tough match, but uh, we, uh, we we approach every match like uh, we do uh, in sevens or fifteens. We we take the field uh, looking to win and uh, give our best effort. Um, yeah. Fantastic. It's, it's one that, talking to a lot of Canadian fans, uh, a lot of people are attending. It's it's going to be in uh, at the Millennium yeah. Stadium in Cardiff, and uh, a lot of Canadian fans are there for that one. So we have uh, uh, Ireland in our pool. We have Italy, France, and Romania. So yeah. all tough matches. We're we're pretty much going up against the Six Nations there. So, yeah. Oh, uh, you, well, our, it'll, be, uh, it'll be a tough one, but uh, we're very excited for it. And. Uh, um, Absolutely. The other thing I wanted to mention, Mark, yep, also yep. is that uh, we have um, other events, not only in the casino night, but we have a golf uh, event going on in Victoria on July uh, 16th. We have a golf event happening in Toronto on July 27th at Cherry Downs, which is going to be a spectacular, spectacular day. And July 29th is a huge event. Uh, we have a triple header at BMO Field. Uh, three games taking place that day. Uh, it's going to be Canada versus, sorry, USA versus Tonga at 3:30, and uh, Fiji versus Japan at 6 o'clock, and Rugby Canada against Samoa at uh, at 8:30. So, uh, three big uh, games all on one day for one for one price. So fantastic! The fans in Toronto will be out for that one, and the fans around the area as well. So Montreal, Ottawa, hopefully they can make it in for that day. All right, we'll get as many of the uh, our, our listeners down down to that event and that's fantastic Al and uh, thanks a lot for doing this and uh, best of luck with all of those initiatives and 
We'll, um, I'm heading over here with uh, my co-host Ken to the uh, uh, to the World Cup. We won't be there for the Ireland-Canada game. We're going to back-end our trip and watch them play France, and we're going to hang around for a weekend hoping that they make the quarterfinals. So hopefully we can have an old beer with you over there at some stage. Well, yep, I'm over there for a bit. I'm not over there for uh, the last couple of matches of, of Canada, but uh, here, here, this is how... Uh, how I'm thinking. I'm actually going for the first uh, two matches of Canada, and then I'm going back for the finals, so we'll see what happens there. So if, uh, That's if it's fantastic. not Canada in the finals, then maybe it's Ireland, and maybe we'll have a beer at that point. Now you're talking. Okay, okay. Al. Thanks for doing that, pal. Thanks very much for your time. Um, just for your, your listeners, if, they, uh, if they're looking for tickets for the uh, Pan Am, they can go to uh, Toronto2015.org backslash tickets, and for any Rugby Canada event, uh, go to a website, rugbycanada.ca, and We'd love to see as much support out to support our men and women. Fantastic. Well done, Al. Hey, thank you, guys. Okay, great work. That's right. uh, well done. That's Al Sharon uh, from Rugby Canada. All right, let's move on here with a bit of music. And um, it's uh, the man himself, Joe Dolan. <laughs>
Brilliant stuff. Kenny, are you there? I am, Mark. Did listen, you hear that uh, stuff? Ah, kill you, stop. I mean, there was people, I was standing around here and they were wondering what the hell that is. They're, they're gone out of here like a shot. I'm standing on my own now. It's a good ah, way of clearing the crowd, I can tell you. Not, not a chance. I don't believe it for a second. That's an, and, uh, a, an incredible uh, tune by an incredible voice. Uh, come here, I had a text from uh, Con O'Connell. He said, Kathy is delighted with that track there. So you made at least <laughs> one listener happy. <laughs> ah, very good. How is the coaching going over there? We've got, um, before we line up uh, the, uh, the, the the intro for the Guinness uh, Community Calendar of Events, is everything all right? I had Al Sharon there, and they, uh, hey, there's a bit of an old golf tournament over at Cherry Downs that Rugby Canada are putting on. Maybe you and I should be in that thing. Oh, yeah. Why Check that we? out. Yeah, well, anyway, give yeah. our support to the lads over there. And, uh, and there's a fierce so, amount of activity you know, going on. As you said yourself, I mean, uh, underneath the green jersey, we have to be wearing the red. Absolutely. And, uh, of course, uh, Ireland aren't uh, in the Pan Am Games, naturally enough. So we no. have to be out there cheering on our, our country of choice, yeah. may it be said, too, by the way. So uh, hopefully all the listeners will get down there. It's a, it's, it's a great, fast sport and uh, always entertaining so uh, hopefully right. uh, folks will get out and watch that anyway it's not too windy over there your papers aren't going to blow away you're ready to do this pal uh, we're ready we're ready to roll hold on introducing a lager with substance from guinness new guinness black lager cold brewed and fire roasted for a taste that truly stands out guinness black lager it's a lager less ordinary please enjoy responsibly all right, folks, here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events coming from lovely Georgetown today. Well, the Brian Dolan Memorial Chamber Golf Tournament happening this coming Thursday, June the 18th, I believe, is sold out, folks. So if you haven't got in, tough luck. Although, you know what, maybe give Kathy Murphy a quick email and maybe she gets an old single or two in there. cmurphy at com. And uh, I'm sure it'll be a fantastic day. It was always a favourite in Eamon's calendar, so uh, I'm expecting everyone to have a good laugh that day. And uh, hello to all the Langers and friends from all of the counties. That's the word from our folks at the Cork Association. They're having their annual pub night, and it'll take place at the Galway Arms on Friday, June the 26th. They'd love to have everybody come out, join in the crack, and, of course, bring along a friend. It's $10 at the door. There'll be lots of food, fun and prizes. Hugo will be the man on the MC, and there will be an open mic. So uh, I can only imagine that the entertainment will be fantastic that night. Donations towards the raffle prizes would be appreciated, and all the funds go towards building their next crazy float in the 2016 St. Patrick's Day Parade. So they're looking forward to seeing everybody out there. And of course, Flog and Molly is coming next weekend. They're going to be appearing down at um, TD Echo Beach. June 21st, and we do have a couple of uh, passes for that show. If you want to send us an email, ken at saturdayirishradio.com. Those tickets are yours. 5.30 is the show, and uh, the lads will be hitting the stage in and around 7 p.m. You can also purchase tickets if you want at livenation.com. St. Michael's Hurling and Football Club annual golf tournament is happening on Saturday, July the 4th. It's a 1 p.m. shotgun start. It's happening up at Caledon Golf and Country Club. $130 per golfer, and it includes your golf, your dinner, and your prizes. You can contact Cormac O'Murray at 416-762-6127. And, uh, of course, his email address and uh, the website will be on our website. And uh, a little bit further out in the year, it's Save the Date for the Eamon O'Loughlin Memorial Golf Tournament, Saturday, 
September the 26th. For more information, give Paddy Dunn a call, 416-768-2822. And as I mentioned, you can get all the email addresses, phone numbers, and such on our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. And of course, uh, this coming uh, Tuesday, I believe it is, Bloomsday, the, uh, June the 16th. Mark, you have a wee bit of detail on uh, on the Bloomsday event. I sure do, Kenny. You're right. Tuesday, June the 16th from 8.30 to noon. This thing, uh, uh, the 30th annual Toronto Bloomsday Festival, celebrating James Joyce's Ulysses. And it's a recreation of uh, Dublin 1904. Um, starting at 8.30, there's an assembly down there at the TTC Loop at Neville Park. And then there's stuff going on from 9 to 11, readings along the boardwalk, park and the bandstand. And from 11 to noon, there's readings and music at the Beaches Library. And then from 12 to 2.30, there's a Bloomsday brunch going on down at Whitlock's Restaurant, which is at 1961 Queen Street East. Give them a call there at 416-691-8784. And for any information about this, go to www.torontobloomsday.com or call 416-365-7877. There you go, bud. Well done. Have you ever right. have you read well, uh, Ulysses? Oh, of course I have, yeah. I Fine. haven't read it. I couldn't. Yeah, I had to go back over it a couple of times. Yeah, me too. I know, especially the part where there's no punctuation in about 150 pages of it, right? Yeah, she would never make it through. There's no pictures in it. <laughs> yeah? Pictures of soccer players. I think they're bringing out a coloring book of it one of these days. You might be all right. <laughs> I'm going to get that, yeah. I'm going to get that. Uh, anyway. Hey, listen, come on, the boys in green. And, yeah, they're uh, nervous. They're on the park right now. They're getting ready to... They're, they're, they're pucking it around. They're just getting ready to warm up national anthem. The president is... The president, Michael D, will be out there shaking their paw right now. Oh, brilliant stuff. Hey, uh, and as they say, you've played, a, you've played a blinder today. Well done without me keeping you company in studio. And I suppose that all comes down to Jay. Fair play to you, Jay. Yeah, yeah, no, Jay's the man. Jay's the man, yeah. Uh, you must, he right. must have got paid recently or something. Oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he must be smiling today then. That's good. <laughs> Hey, but, uh, you won't be on so I can tell you about this, but I'm going to let you know that Ricky Healy advanced to the final of the the the, uh, the Rose of Tralee, the, the, in, uh, the, the big event. So Toronto is represented down in the big event in August there, pal, and I'll be going oh, out with fantastic. a song. Well, I'll be going out with a song by Emotional Fish called Celebrate, uh, just to, to, so that Ricky can down a few Chardonnay there today and, uh, Brilliant. and think about what she's going to be doing for the end of August. That's um, great. I haven't uh, I haven't heard emotional fish in a long time, so that's uh, that's good. We'll be belting it around. That's to make up for Joe Dolan. But um, uh, good man. We're going to do a bit of an Irish tune here, Kenny, that you'd know very well. Uh, the fella is called John Bjog singing this, but it's called Oro Shade of Ahawalia. Thanks for doing this, pal, and I'll 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 chat to you through the week. My humble girl, Margaret, and slow on the glass. Good there, folks. Anish <laughs> 
Very good. Oh, oh, I should have had a while. You're one of the classics. Right, that's a wrap there now, uh, Jay. 156. And um, as I mentioned, congratulations to Ricky Healy. She's going to be representing the Toronto Rose. is going to be re- uh, represented down at the um, at the big event. The so big event. well done to her. She wowed everybody in Port Leash, that's for sure. Congratulations, yeah. And uh, best of luck to my lads against Kildare today. And... Um, and uh, I think the dubs are uh, the, the the dubs are pooping themselves right now, hoping that Leash get beaten early now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure so they we'll are. See yeah. what happens. And uh, watching that one, we'll go down and watch the boys in green right now. And um, what else was I going to say? Yeah, there's uh, some great Gaelic games going on this weekend, and um, we're going to go out here with a song called Celebrate. I have a good story about these lads now before we go. Um, is Tell that us. I went to college in, in Carlo for a few years a bit of a waste of time for me but anyway I managed to managed to get out of it with, with some credentials but um, I went down one day I was studying and I was bored after two hours of studying and I said I'll go down now and have a, have a pint in a bar called Tully's it's right in the main street there in, uh, in Carlo oh, sure, I know. and there was a band there there was only two of us in there and this was the band in there an emotional fish Anyway, it was myself and one other fella, and I'm still friends with the, f- the other fella who was in the pub. But the lads had so much, the, the, the fish had so much to drink in there that they couldn't drive home. And so I brought them back, and they actually stayed in my house in Carlo that night, an emotional fish. Brilliant. And they played this song when I was down there. Anyway, that's my song. and uh, At the pub or at your house? At my house. No, not, no, not <laughs> at the house, just at the pub. Anyway, uh, it was the last I ever saw them, and I love telling the story because the song became very famous and we heard it that, that day. Anyway, Slán Agüe, folks, here's Celebrate. Slán. She's a lunatic 
closer to the phone She hardly ever visits upstairs With ride the telephone Well, I guess beauty does what beauty does best It's beautiful Since that's the trouble with reality It's taken far too seriously I do hope God is good to me And Santa Claus for the children celebrate This party's over I'm going home Celebrate This party's over I'm going home His essential complications are Hung up on confused It's a planet full of traffic lights And traffic light abuse But that's no stranger than strange Or any other stranger Programming for our Irish community Can be heard every Saturday from 11